Hey everyone. How many times have your friends recommended a vitamin or a treatment or some natural health awesomeness that changed their life? Probably a lot. Blue Hive Health was designed to take that friendship to the next level. On this podcast, Giovanna and Stephanie will spend time debunking myths and introducing you to the latest in health and wellness treatments, all to support you and your family. Welcome to the Blue Hive Healthcast. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Blue Hive Healthcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Giovanna, and today I am here with a very special guest, and I know I say it all the time, but I'm so excited to totally nerd out <laughs> with this guest. I'm here with Dr. Lois Neherney, and she is the president and CEO of DNA Power Inc. Now, guys, I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered what is the best diet for me? to eat? Is it paleo? Is it keto? Is it vegan? Is it veggie? What is it, right? Who is? Who knows? Who knows what the best diet is for me? Also, have you ever wondered what kind of workouts should I be doing, right? Everyone's all big on the HIIT workouts. You know, should it be powerlifting? Should you run out there and do CrossFit? Like what is the best thing for you? And I know a lot of people who are interested in wellness and interested in being healthy have had these questions, right? And even myself that I'm trained in, in the area uh, in functional nutrition and functional medicine, even myself, it's like, what's best for me? Like, what should I try? There's so many options. And I find this is where a lot of the confusion happens in the wellness world is we don't exactly know what to do and what is best for ourselves. So in comes DNA power and Dr. Lois Naherney. Now you guys are going to love, love, love this interview because we really dive in on how exactly you can discover what your blueprint is according to your DNA for everything from what to eat, what supplements to take, and how to work out. Now, doesn't that sound interesting? Wouldn't you like to know more about your specific needs according to your specific DNA blueprint? I know when I first heard uh, Lois talk on an interview, I was just immediately, number one, got to take that test. And number two, I got to have this woman on the podcast. So welcome to the show, Dr. Lois Naherney. I'll tell you a little bit more about her. She is basically revolutionizing preventative healthcare by empowering people to make smarter diet, fitness, and health decisions based on their genetic makeup. She has identical twins adopted from Vietnam. One is transgendered, which led her to her fascination in DNA. She solved years of personal health problems by discovering a simple vitamin deficiency weakness in her own genes, and then she committed to bringing that knowledge to others. She has a doctorate in business and has held a number of senior executive roles. She has been honored by many awards, including Canada's most powerful women, top 100, most pioneering health CEOs, and the BC Medal for Good Citizenship. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> she is passionate about bringing better health to individuals and to the world. Um, we couldn't be happier and more excited to have her here Today, she's going to walk through some of my own results on the show today, and plus we're going to dive in on how this test can help you and listen right through to the end because we're going to have a special offer just for listeners of this health cast today on how you can get your hands on one of these tests um, with a special discount code. So stay tuned. Welcome to the show, Lois. I cannot tell you how excited I am to have you here today. Super excited as well, Giovanna. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah. Anytime I get the opportunity to like nerd out or geek out on science, um, I love, and this in particular, like what you've created, what you've put together is I think so valuable for everyone that's listening here to find out exactly how to eat properly, how to live well, how to work out maximized, right? All of the things that we're always dying to know. And you know, coming from the world as a functional nutritionist, I, there's so much confusion out there, even within myself and, and, and my colleagues, there's so much confusion of what's right and what's wrong. And I think what you've done is just cut through all of that, just cut through all of it and created something wonderful. So welcome. Well, thank you so much. And that's exactly right, Giovanna. The thing is, we now have access to our own base DNA code, our foundational makeup to provide a roadmap to help us out in the journey of staying healthy for our lifetime. Yeah. So give us a little bit of background. Like, how did this come to you? Um, and and just kind of take us up to date of what you're using it for now. Perfect. I was a corporate executive and like many people, as you, you know, you start to hit your forties, I started not feeling that well and my health started to deteriorate and it got, uh, it got increasingly bad. And I was living a very active lifestyle, mother of identical twins. Uh, I was a corporate executive traveling around the world. And, and so I was just this super busy lifestyle, but I started to get exhausted and was super tired. Uh, I had um, restless leg syndrome, which makes it very hard to sleep at night and affects your sleep. And I was putting on weight and I had breathing problems. And I think it was the breathing that was probably the scariest for me because I was healthy generally and I couldn't understand why I couldn't pull a breath. And I went, started going to specialists, to asthma specialists. Uh, I was going to... Um, gynecologist because my periods were really uh, off whack. And I went to respirologists and even oncologists. I did a body MRI because I knew something was really, really wrong. And I felt awful. And I couldn't find any answers. I ended up hearing about uh, this new DNA testing and decided it would be fun to do because I have adopted identical twins and thought, well, let's learn. I'd love to learn more about their preventative health and their diet and their uh, health genes so that we can support them. When we got the results back, I didn't expect that it was going to provide my answer, the key to the issues I'd been having. And that was that I'm genetically weak on vitamin Bs and methylation, how your cells are triggered in order to use the nutrients and things that, that come to them. And I thought, well, that was curious. And so I just started taking vitamin Bs. And within two to four weeks, almost all of my symptoms were gone. And to this day, I am healthy when I take additional vitamin Bs. And when I stop taking my vitamins, these symptoms all coming back, come back. It's basically that's that was one of the missing ingredients for my health. And once the Bs and the hormones, uh, the Bs balanced the hormones, I started to lose the weight and, and really it, it changed my life. And so I got involved with the company. I um, uh, was an advisor and ended up... Uh, acquiring the company, I said, if it's that easy to change health that affected me for years, I really want to share this with the world. And so that's what I'm doing. I love that. Absolutely. And this to me is just the missing piece of the puzzle. Again, like I mentioned earlier, 
we have so many blind spots around our health. There's, you know, there's all these cookie cutter, you know, what feels like one size fits all, you know, diets and plans out there. And, and really like we aren't cookie cutter and there's so many um, differences within us, even within a family. And so this to me removes the guesswork and it takes out, you know, the, the, the blind spots really. Um, and we're going to go over a little bit of my results today, just to illustrate some of this, because a lot of it, like we talked about before we pressed record was very eye-opening for me, but some of it, it was just great validation. Um, and in particular, for those of you listening, um, you've heard me share before around like, you know, difficulty losing weight and, you know, very transparent about that with myself and lo and behold, Lois, tell them it's in my DNA, <laughs> which is, is infuriating, but validating at the same time. <laughs> It's exactly right, Giovanna. I mean, you have your your family um, ancestry was geared for survival, and that's wonderful. But it means it really loves to hang on to uh, to whatever it is that you consume, so that you can survive a period of starvation. <laughs> and this explains why I like that song, "Survivor" from Beyonce. I'm a survivor. <laughs> I love it. So. Great. So let's dive in a little bit more into how, you know, for those people that are listening there, first of all, they're saying, oh my, I'm sure they're already saying, cause like five seconds into hearing you on another interview, I was like, where can I get my hands on this? How do I get this? How can someone really start to use this to their advantage? You mentioned stuff about, you know, you noticed that you weren't methylating properly and then you needed more B vitamins. What else can this um, test reveal to us and how we can live a healthier lifestyle? For sure. So what we focus on is preventative health genes. So the genes that affect your day-to-day lifestyle. So it's really your diet. So what are the, how is your body set up for fats, carbs, proteins? Do you have the genes that can digest lactose, gluten? What about your vitamins, which I talked about? And then also some of the background processes, things like how do your hormones work or detoxification and inflammation. And if you have insight into that, you can make changes to support it. And so what we're looking for is what information can we tell you about your base code that can allow you to make simple changes that are geared for your unique body. And so what we're trying to do is help you build that roadmap for the diet and the exercise and the actions that you can take that will truly support you. And, you know, and it's as easy as a cheek swab. I mean, it's super simple, right? So you, we sent you, you can either use your 23andMe results or we send you a little swab and you rub it on the inside of the cheek and send it back. It comes to us and uh, we have nutritionists um, that can go through the information or they can work with organizations like yours, which I love, Giovanna. I, Blue Hive is absolutely the direction all health should be going, where you create this integrated health care and you help people with basic information like this, these puzzle pieces to help people be healthier. And then you move into things like intuitive eating, where you already knew that that was what your body needed. And, and now you've got the validation to make that happen. Yeah, so true. So true. One of the things that I have heard a lot from both, you know, clients and, you know, family and friends when it comes to, you know, DNA testing is the whole like, you know, oh my God, I, you know, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear something bad, right? I don't want to hear that I have something bad. And this is what leads me into the, the science and the study of epigenetics. And I wonder if we could explain a little bit about what that is for the audience, right? Because I might look at those results about, me being a survivor and say, okay, I am doomed to be just overweight my entire life, right? I could say that I can go there. Or I could understand the science like of epigenetics and know that 
because of these results and because I know what to do and what not to do that I actually could change that. So I wonder if we could, you know, geek out on that for a little bit and, and explain that to the audience a bit. Absolutely. So the thing that's really, the reason that doing, getting your DNA is so important is because it helps you, you, because there is so much you can do to support your DNA. So your DNA is your base code. That's kind of the hardwired piece, but epigenetics is kind of like the software or the, the, the process. And so if we, if we think of our DNA as our body's roadmap, it's where our body wants to go. It's kind of the, the blueprint, or, or as I said, the roadmap. When you get your DNA, it basically says, you know, you're traveling along this road and you know, you're in your car, avoid the potholes. But the way you go, you know, will be around how do you build your body, which is kind of your car, which directions do you go? How do you treat it? Are you keeping it um, up to, are you keeping it tuned up? So what matters is actually how you, you support your body day to day. In the end, epigenetics is really the most important piece. And epigenetics is your diet, your exercise, your sleep, your stress, the toxins that you're exposed to. That's all the environmental influences that can support us. I'm going to also add your mental wellness and your mental health because mm-hmm. our mind is so important in maintaining our, our health and actually um, activating our DNA. And so your code is where your body wants to go. But if you're healthy, your body protects the weaker genes. It's kind of like an on-off switch or a, a dimmer switch on a light. And the healthier you are, the more the lights don't go on on the poor genes and it stays on all of the positive things. And the less the less you're living according to your DNA and supporting your body the way you need to, the, the, the less you're doing that, the more you have risk of these poor genes starting to pop up. And that's why, you know, understanding your DNA is important because it makes it easier to know what to avoid to stay on the right track. But in the end, really, you have control over how your genes express themselves through epigenetics. And so that's why wouldn't you want to give yourself every support you can to live your healthiest life? I absolutely love that. And I especially want to pin when you were creating that or you were sharing rather that list of what epigenetic triggers are. And you specifically mentioned about the mind unlocking because, um, you know, we know that the mind body connection is real. You know, we know epigenetics exists and there's various factors that are, you know, epigenetic. And then there's this piece about the mind and how powerful that is. And simply, you know, just using my results and showing that, um, you know, predisposition to holding on weight that, you know, my ancestors had this survival mechanism. And so that I am predisposed to holding on to this weight in times of stress. Now that could be real stress, like a famine, right. Or starvation, which I can assure you, I'm not starving in in a famine Um, or perceived stress, right? Like perceived stress and what's happening in, in, in and around your environment. I think it's really important to, to note that because so many of us, I think put mental health kind of in the, under the stress category and just say, Oh, I'm just stressed, but we don't actually realize the actual impact that's happening in our body to our cells, in our genes expression with that mental stress. 
You are so right about that. You know, I do a lot of reading now about the mind and how it was funny because I got into genetics because it was just, I, I found so many wonderful answers there. And yet the more I learn about how DNA works, the more I realize that it is so much about, you know, how we live our life and so connected to our mind. Truly, if you if you believe you can be healthy, I, I think you can, I believe you can be. And so having this this wonderful way we 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 think helps express our genes positively. We know through research, positive people live on average, I think it's about six or seven years longer than people who are more pessimistic. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, let's dive in. Cause I, I, you know, when you, when you submit your cheek swab or in my case, I had some raw data from doing 23 and me, and I submitted that. Um, you get this beautiful package, right. Of, of your results. And I have, I was kind of worried. I'm like, how am I going to like, you know, look through these and, and decipher them on my own. Like I'm pretty savvy, but I'm not that savvy. But when you receive it, it's so easy to read. Everything's laid out for you. And as you mentioned, uh, you can book something with someone to help you go over and navigate, which is, I absolutely loved that. Um, so do you want to play around a little bit and maybe dive into some of the results that I got? <laughs> we, could, we could share that so, with the audience. Absolutely. And so, um, we have, there is so much information you get, like there's, there's close to 300 pages, but what we have is a summary report and that's really all you need. And the summary report shows you in green and red, um, you know, red stop, green go in, uh, on which genes uh, are the strongest and which ones are the weakest. And then right after that, we have an action, a set of recommendations about what you can be doing to support your life, to adjust what you are doing in order to uh, live according to your DNA. And so um, in the report, I'm going to focus on the summary results. And we have four areas we cover. We cover diet power, health power, fit power and brain and brain power. And so I'm going to go them I'm going to go through each of those, spend more time on the diet because that's really the key people are looking for is how do I live and eat day to day to keep stay my healthiest. So I'm looking at the very first part of the report here Giovanna and it's in diet and it's called diet management and it's basically your carbs, fats, proteins, insulins and when we're looking at this for anyone who might see this on YouTube you have a, a, a swash of green and red and everybody's reports are about a third red because we're, we're studying very common variations in the population and when we look at yours we can see that you've got some, um, some decent carbohydrate. Uh, a very strong unsaturated fat genes, but you've got and good insulin and some cholesterol genes, but there's some weakness here on dietary saturated fat is 60% red. And we see some red on protein need and protein weight response. So when we're looking at how does that, what does that mean for a diet? How do we design a diet for you? It means you've got some sensitivities. You probably need a balance of really healthy unsaturated fats you need to stay clear of fried foods and processed and trans fats. That's going to probably convert directly for you into, you know, into being stored in your body. And so you want to have a probably a super healthy Mediterranean type diet. You need extra protein, but you need easily digestible protein. So that is plant-based forms more consistent throughout the day so that you can um, absorb it more easily because if you have too much of a protein load, it's going to convert into weight. 
So that's kind of the basic message. What we do is there's recommendations that then show and tell you what to do. If you have dietary saturated fat is, is very red, those are your weaker genes, you know, the recommendation is avoid eating a diet high in saturated fats. Focus on healthier unsaturated fats, such as flaxseed oil, hemp seeds, leafy greens, walnuts, chia seeds. It suggests reducing dairy and fatty meats, and we're going to see an extra confirmation of why <laughs> coming up on the next page. Darn and it. Avoid, <laughs> yeah, right? And pr avoid processed, prepared foods because they've got a much higher likelihood of contributing to weight gain. So you need a healthy, balanced diet, exercise regularly. So that's an example of one of the recommendations that you receive. There's deeper recommendations in the, in the individual reports, but what we want to do is kind of give you that snapshot. So that's kind of the starting point is on diet. Does that sound about right to you, Giovanna? It does. And what I found fascinating about this is obviously through my own trial and error, my, you know, my own education about how the body works and, and just observing myself, like all of this, I was like, yep, makes sense. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. Makes sense. The only thing that I was shocked about here is the insulin, because I thought that I would have more of an issue with insulin than I do. So it's actually, I'm really pleased to see how well my body does with that. Um, but uh, everything else was just like, yeah, that's right on. I, I don't have a gallbladder. And I would say I'm the fourth, third or fourth person in my family that doesn't have a gallbladder, immediate family. Um, and that makes sense, right? With the saturated fats and, and inability to break that down. So all of this, going back to what you said earlier in terms of, you know, intuitive eating and like, I, I feel like I already knew a lot of this and this is such a validation and a, and a great reminder of where I need to keep going and where I need to fine tune and dial things in. Exactly. This is essentially your evidence. And, you know, it's one thing to say, well, maybe I don't have the same, you know, maybe I won't have it the way my family did because we inherit the genes in different combinations. So you never know for sure. Right. This is the way of knowing for sure. You know what? Sorry, Giovanna, saturated fat is not your friend. You need to be, uh, you know, be very careful about those foods because it, it'll have a higher likelihood of having a consequence for you. Yeah, I would say the only saturated fat that I, I don't notice a problem with as much is something short chain, like a, a like a coconut oil in moderation, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. And those are healthy for us. And that's where you get intuitive and you test those things out because I am a big believer in all natural foods can have a healthy benefit. It's just the proportion that you manage them. Although we'll take a look at the next page in just a minute about lactose because that one, there's some, some we can talk a bit about that. But on this page, I just want to show there, there, is, there is that big red line and it's on an area called body mass index. Mm -hmm. And it's where there's um, really excellent studies, long-term studies around people who have struggled with their weight, what sets of genes do they have? And when I see yours, it shows me that you have, a again, a set of genes that you've inherited that, as we said, probably really helped your family survive and get till now and is ready for the next apocalypse <laughs> or a starvation. <laughs> I'm ready, Lois. <laughs> you are ready. And it, you know, but what it says is, Giovanna, it's going to be a bit, it's a little bit going to be trickier to lose weight. So it's not your, it, you know, just, just love your voluptuousness and, and don't, be gentle and kind to yourself around how you perceive your body. Your body is meant to be a bit more voluptuous. You know, I absolutely love this as someone, and I've talked about this in other episodes as well. Like I've struggled with my body weight probably my entire life. I've had, I can count on one hand how many years I've had of being 
hundred percent, let's say happy with my weight. Um, but even then there's always been the body image stuff. And I think with women in general, uh, I include men in this, but I see it mostly with women. There's such a sense of, uh, self-defeat and, uh, self-flagellation and when you can't lose weight. And this to me is another little pat on the back saying, you know, you might not like it, but actually it's here for a reason. And here's how to work with it. Here's how to, here's how to, you know, help yourself. Right. And it's here because like you said, I'm a survivor and it does actually help my psyche um, release a lot of that, you know, self-flagellation, shame and guilt that I'm not doing enough or that I'm, you know, all of these things, a failure at weight loss. Um, and obviously there's more things I can do to refine and help my body. And it's okay if I have a few extra pounds on because, you know, cut to <laughs> Beyonce singing, I'm a survivor. Um, and so that's what I really loved about this. Well, you know, and what we're trying to do is use this in a way to be positive about our bodies and ourselves. There's so much in society that is has been around diet and food and weight. And honestly, we we need to we really just have to love ourselves for who we are and where we are. It's not a reason to say, oh, to give up. It's exactly mm -hmm. it's intended to be the opposite. It's to say there is so much I can do. And so that's one thing here. And I'm going to move into the next one, which says, you know, um, you because there's a quite a bit of red on some food tolerance areas on caffeine, on gluten, lactose and salt. And so those are pretty big food area sensitivities to have. You are fully red on lactose. So the two key genes related to lactose um, are don't break it down. It doesn't mean you can't have dairy. It just means that your body di doesn't digest it easily. And therefore, you'd better have rock and strong gut bacteria to break it down in order for it not to turn into inflammation or to have to get stored as fat. And so, you know, lactose, you want to have as little of that in your diet as possible. If you have lactose that has high bacteria count in it and can break itself down, then a person can sometimes have a bit, but this is where you listen to your body. You, you really just listen. Mm -hmm. Lois, why doesn't my DNA know that I'm Italian? How could I be <laughs> lactose intolerant? <laughs> and have an you issue know. with these things. <laughs> How unfair, right? Do you unfair. know, I want to just briefly talk about that, Giovanna, because you do have a gluten sensitivity and I can see the, and the lactose. In um, Europe, they do use different grains and different processing that is a bit uh, more supportive of our body. And so there's more ancient grains, which our, our guts can digest more easily than North American grains. And so gluten is more uh, difficult for us to digest in North America. That's why many Italians can go back and have pizza in Italy and do just fine, even with some gluten sensitivities. And, mm -hmm. um, and same even with some of the lactose, because it's made in a more natural way, less processed. And so, uh, this is where you have to say, you know, where, and do you want to pay the price and what is it? And really just listen to your body. So you've got the, you've got the flags now, you know, watch when you have these things, um, can your body tolerate it? And for how long? Yeah, I can, I can, our co-founder actually can attest to that because, uh, we took a trip to Italy many years ago and, um, her migraines that she's talked about on the show and in and, and, and the blog on the website um, that she had chronically for like 20, uh, the 22 year old headache, she used to call it. Um, 
because it lasted that long, the chronic migraines, gluten was a big trigger and is a big trigger for her. And when we took that trip to Italy, because we had this information about the grains being different and processed different, um, she decided to try, you know, some breads and some pizza and a little bit of pasta. And normally she'd be thrown into a three-day, you know, migraine headache and she didn't get any. So just further evidence supporting what you said there. Well, and recognizing that we live in a world where our food supplies have been altered and affected through chemicals and glyphosates and and um, herbicides. And so we've got some toxins, they've been genetically modified, and it's hidden. We can't always see it, which is why we have to do even, we have to take every step that we're able to, to support our body, because it's just a little bit harder to be healthy now um, with that much around us. And so if you can know this, then you can look for really clean ways to eat that just provide that extra support. Absolutely. So let's uh, move on to some other juicy tidbits that this test provides, because I really enjoyed um, I really enjoyed how comprehensive it was, especially around, and I'm sure we'll get there in a minute, um, what exercise is best for me? Because I know a lot of people are like, what do I do? And again, we just live with a bombardment of information. You should do keto. You should do paleo. You should do this. And no, do the, do a hit workout or do that, you know, but really it's the answers are here. They're in our DNA. Exactly. The answer is always, it depends. And I can tell you usually by looking at your reports, whether it's okay to move into some of these extreme programs or not. We're looking at the page here on the screen on vitamins. Your vitamins aren't too bad, but we talked about magnesium being important. It was interesting to me that you say you take magnesium every night. So intuitively, you must have known that because it's clear you need that for your body and Mm -hmm. B6, which you also knew. So I love that. Yeah, well, I had done because I I also support women uh, with their hormonal health and I do Dutch tests for them, uh, some of them, not all of them, but I did a Dutch test on myself, which is a urine, uh, dried urine analysis test. And it came up that I was B6 deficient. And obviously I knew, I already had known about the methylation issues with my previous 23andMe. Um, And with the magnesium, the interesting part was you mentioned restless leg for yourself. I was starting to get what I would call kind of an early onset kind of weirdness with that. Like, and I, and it, and it was going to develop into keeping me up at night and I could see where it was going. And the only thing that would help me is taking magnesium. So I, then, as I got into perimenopause and I started having sleep issues, I just take it every night. And it's, I almost make it a rule of thumb for most of my clients, but for myself, you know, it's by my bedside you know, I take about 320 milligrams uh, in the evening at night and I go off to bed. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, that's great. Women in their 40s, as women start to um, hit perimenopause, our vitamin B ability to process goes down. So really a large proportion of women have vitamin B issues and most of us are magnesium deficient. And as even though you've got good vitamin D genes, as we know uh, in the Northern hemisphere, most of us need vitamin D as well. So I really encourage in this age of a food deficiency in terms of the quality of them, encourage people to take some vitamins. And so I love that those are the ones that you're taking because it was a complete fit with your body. Mm -hmm. I love that great. We're going to move forward into an area. There's recommendations as I'm moving through on the screen. If anybody sees this on YouTube, you can see recommendations that are right there to tell you what to do to support that. So there's several pages of that. We take a look as well at at detoxification and hormone health. Your body specifically has some issues in um, how you 
eliminate these out of your body and so you have to be quite careful that it doesn't build up. If it does, you can get some hormone imbalances and you'll get oxidation stress in your body. And so, you know, being aware of that says I need to be a bit more careful. You get recommendations on eating a more of an antioxidant uh, diet, you know, uh, uh, infrared saunas are lovely, just being sure you exercise and sweat's important. I'm also just showing you here that you've got higher inflammation genes. So mm. re recognizing that if you're not living healthy, it can promote inflammation, which we know is a root cause for chronic disease. And then we can see a little bit on methylation is red. It just means you want to have some of that B support and uh, again, good leafy greens and folates and things in your diet, which will really uh, help. We're moving now into the fitness report, and it was interesting. The first section we look at is, is endurance and power, and whichever one is greener tends to be the one you prefer, and yours is more green. It's actually you have very good athletic genes, uh, is in power and sprint activity, and you said that your preferred activity is you, you do like going to work out at the gym. Is that right, Giovanna? Yeah, I mean, that used to be, I, I have to say, in this last year and a half of pandemonium, <laughs> as I would call it, that hasn't happened. But when I do work out, I, I do very much enjoy doing weights. Um, you know, uh, I, I was a yoga teacher for, for years. Um, I, I like all of those types of activities. Yeah. You have a good balance between the two. So I could see you doing both, but often it explains why people like certain activities and your body works better with those. We then look at injury and recovery. You need a little bit more. You, you want to be careful on building muscle strength. So that's important for you. And then it's interesting because we, and what that, these, these sections show is should you be doing um, higher weights and lower sets or lower weight level and longer sets? So these, these, these will give you indications on which helps your body get to prime um, fitness easier. And so it just gives that insight. On the next section, we look at uh, the area that's red is energy availability. And it shows me that you do better with a pre-workout meal or protein or bar to help you keep your energy up during your workout. What do you find, Giovanna? That was probably one of the best things I could have seen from this result because, again, I have been indoctrinated into, no, if you want to get the best results, you got to like work out on an empty stomach. And yet I have found, especially as I've gotten older, that I, I can't sustain a workout. So reading that and, and seeing that was just like, you know, it was just that, you know, what's that should have had a V8 old commercial, right? Where you slap yourself on the head. It's like, oh, that makes so much sense. So um, I'm definitely going to try that now. I'm going to change how I, I do that and, and see if it makes a difference. And I'm sure it will. Lovely. Perfect. And then there's one other section. It's kind of the caution just to be sure that there isn't underlying cardiovascular issues. And we see on stroke risk that you have a 50-50 there. And so it would just be an area that I would say you want to always monitor and just be a bit careful, you know, over your lifetime that there is a slightly higher likelihood for stroke risk in your family. Yeah. And actually that is true because I have two, actually two, it might've even be three out of four grandparents that um, had a stroke. Wow. Okay. So, you know, it's so interesting how this validates what we know and just says you want to be careful for yourself. And we, our goal is all to live a long, healthy life. And so these are just the clues to help us to do that. And, you know, this insight allows us to make the epigenetic, this lifestyle changes to support that. Yeah. It's just one more page and it's again there's recommendations and then the last one shows a number of areas we do some testing for alzheimer's um because we believe and concussion because we believe that um 
it's really there's so much that's diet related it's around placking in the um in the cardiovascular and the brain and that you can absolutely uh remove and reduce your your risks in this area you do not have a risk in that area but i highlight that because there is about 25 percent of people who have got some likelihoods on placking and that in the system and you can by changing your diet really support that mm. but we do have one red one here mm-hmm. <laughs> i see it i see it and it's on emotional eating and that's you know and, and so i, I don't never know. do that lois i never do that i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> oh. and which is true you only have to take what take or leave it but i think you right. know that that's oh yes you know, yeah <laughs> i just Exactly. And so, you know, that was, that's kind of the last little area that I'd I'd wanted to share. So, you know, this is just so much fun to give you insight. We look at 70 different areas and it just is trying to say, okay, Giovanna, here is your body's roadmap in a number of areas that can affect your day-to-day health. Which are the ones that are most important for you so that you can, you can be your best self. I remember just before we hit record, we talked about that last one, the emotional eating. And I was just astounded that that could be picked up in my DNA because I know that about myself, right? I know that when I'm under periods of stress, um, I tend to gain weight, which we see that, you know, my ancestry shows that I'm a survivor, right? And that I will tend to eat emotionally um, from good emotions like or bad, right? And it's so cool to me that my it's in my DNA that you could pick that up. Like, that's awesome. It is fascinating. Yeah, we're learning even more and more around how these DNA um, elements can work and also how these uh, epigenetic tags are inherited from other generations. So we inherit a percentage of of epigenetic tags, which are basically the behaviors and the habits and the characteristics of our ancestors. And so if you've got someone who's really athletic, it's interesting. If you got four kids, it seems to be one or two of the kids seem to inherit some of that same capability. If there is depression or alcoholism, sometimes the kids are impacted by that. Um, you know, even positive attitude. It's really amazing how these epigenetics can impact your DNA and how there is even DNA that is around emotional eating and your preference for certain foods and, and many other areas. I have to say as well, Lois, that that marker for inflammation was also quite interesting to me because I have had a very like low level of increased inflammation for the last year and a half to two years. That is literally, I mean, I've gone, I've done testing up the wazoo um, and there's literally like no sort of known cause yet for that. Although I've been under periods of a lot of stress, obviously like we all have here during this pandemic, I've put on some pounds during the pandemic. Um, and now I can see that my body has this predisposition to have more of these markers. So it's like, okay, mystery solved, right? It's like, I could just keep working on staying healthy and getting healthy and that'll, you know, probably go down, you know, and just keep it monitored. So that was also quite interesting to me to see that. Exactly. There's just these wonderful clues. This is one of the pieces of the puzzle, but it's the foundational piece. If you know where, how you're working from this one, then it helps to validate and actually point you at, hmm, maybe a Dutch test for hormones is what I should do next because I can see that I have some very red DNA areas in, in hormones. Or, hmm, I wonder which of my vitamin levels I can test to see if this deficiency area in my genes, this weaker gene, is showing up in deficiency. So it is important to know, Giovanna, that the DNA only tells you your roadmap. I cannot tell you where you are today. Your DNA will be the same 
essentially from when you're born to when you die, other than minor variations over your lifetime. But the basic code stays the same, which is why this is so cool. You only do it once. And then you've got that roadmap just to, to keep on hand to remind yourself how to stay on the path that's best for your body. And what I love about it the most is like, I'm a huge, huge advocate for empowering people um, in their own health decisions, right? To be your own health advocate, to not just blindly, you know, nod and say yes to everything that maybe might be handed down to you, but really to do your own investigation, to understand your body, to learn how it works. And this to me is just part of empowering people. I love that you called it DNA power because it is power. I mean, it's power in your hands of knowledge. And like you said, it's a blueprint, uh, it's a roadmap and it's information so that you know, hey, you know, I am more predisposed to, let's say in my case, having a higher, you know, BMI. So what can I do to actually modulate my stress to actually help myself not be in a state where I'm emotionally eating or maybe packing on the extra pounds because I'm genetically predisposed to do that. It's, it gives you so much power um, to make choices, to make better choices. And I think that's what I loved so much about it when I heard you on someone else's show and just even just getting my own report. I, it's just so valuable. Wonderful. And, you know, and so we encourage people, if you would love to try it, please do. We do have a, a discount, uh, a promo code for your listeners. And so- Yes, and I'll put that in the show notes. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, perfect. Um, I'm sure everyone's going to run out to, to grab this. And, and like Lois mentioned, everyone listening, we will have that link for uh, a discount in the show notes that you can order your own testing. Um, and I just, I just think like, it's, it's cool to know your, your ancestry, but like spend the money on this people because, and because it's just so invaluable to know this information and to not be blindly moving through your diet, your exercise and your supplementation, right? You actually have information at your fingertips that can help direct you to be healthier. So thank you, Lois, for everything that you shared and for going over my results with me, helping me understand them better. And just for being here on the show. I'm so delighted. And I just, again, encourage people to use an integrated approach to their health. I love what Blue Hive is doing. Really, we want to look at our health from all dimensions. And it is about mind, body, spirit. And do, you know, what, what more, what could you invest in more than in your full, complete wholeness and wellness? Yeah, amen. <laughs> Thanks very much. Hey guys, I really hope that you enjoyed that show just as much as I did. And let me tell you, we will likely have Lois back on for a part two at some point in the future because man, is she a wealth of knowledge. And I so, so enjoyed having her on the show. And you heard it right on the show, right? The mind-body connection is real. And it is one of the major, major factors in epigenetics that actually determines what our health outcomes might be. And this is why everything we've designed at Blue Hive Health is to address this epigenetic factor of mind, body, wellness. So like I said at the top of the show, I want to make sure you guys get the coupon code to get yourself a discount of $50 off of a Total Power or a Total Power Connect test through DNA Power. So you can go on over to dnapower.com and you can use the coupon code BLUEHIVE, all lowercase, BLUEHIVE, and that'll get you $50 off your very own test. 
And please, if you got something out of this episode, which I know you did, um, share it with some friends and family who want to know what their genetic blueprint is and what that says about their health. And more importantly, how they can prevent themselves from getting sick and nutrient deficient. Thanks for listening to the Blue Hive HealthCast. Did you get an insight from this episode or learn something new? Consider sharing it with a friend. If you love the show, we'd appreciate it if you subscribed via iTunes or wherever you listen to your favorite shows and give us a rate and review. Visit us at bluehivehealth.com for more information on our programs and services.